and welcome to the Confound Millennial, starring Stephen Sturvin Michaels and featuring special guest Kyle is Wild Blackburn. Hey, hey, hey! Well, uh, what's happening, dog? Oh man, I I hear myself. What's good, dude? Dude, I um, I don't think we've talked all year. Until this morning, yeah, not in per- not in person. No. Like we've we've texted, but we we haven't like we I have sexted. Yeah, we sexted a little. I haven't seen you, but I haven't heard that sweet, sweet, beautiful voice since December. Hello, hello, it's Kyle. You're looking for. Yeah, is it, it is just- Kyle I'm looking for? 100% Kyle I've been looking for. <laughs> Found Brandon once. Didn't want Brandon. I want Kyle. You wanted this one, man. Yeah, The one and the like, only. Looks like boy. Kyle. But it wasn't Kyle. Your brother's like the Sam's the, Club version of you. He's the four-year-older version of me. He's older? Yeah, you think I'm the oldest? Since when? Look at me, then. It, since you know he came out four years before I did. Holy crud, dude! I always thought that he was your younger brother. He has gray hair, dude. Yeah, true. Well, I have gray hair. I've had gray hair since I was nineteen. He's he's had gray hair since high school, dude. Yeah, I feel that huh? there. It's horrible. But like, how mm-hmm. much I would have loved to have a full head of gray hair. At in high school, but just the little and bit, just be, and be like a teenager. Yeah, be, like be an Buttons. anime character, you know. <clears throat> That'd be cool, dude. Dude, so all day yesterday, I was watching these Kingdom Hearts review videos and like catch up videos and stuff, and mm-hmm. they were talking about Axel, the guy with the big red hair that I love so much. Yeah, and they were talking the about Weeble. one game where. Everybody else died but him, and they're like, he survived because he had the biggest of all the anime hair. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yeah. But I don't have too many notes today so far, but I do want to talk about one thing before I forget to talk about it. Okay. Should I sue the Boy Scouts? I mean, we got, we got a, the what? Should you Boy sue the Boy Scouts for what? For what? Well, you see, when I was a wee little lad, I graduated from Cub Scouts to Boy Scouts. And an older Boy Scout, <laughs> my neck, he put a rope around my neck, and I had rope burn on my what? neck for like a week. He just like <laughs> took a rope and like, yeah, like started going back and forth, like gave me a rope burn, man. That's that's homoeroticism. And the uh, the the Boy Scout leaders were like, "It's whatevs." And my dad's like, "The hell with that." And uh, we just went on our merry way. But you know, uh, I just saw <laughs> I just saw a post. It was like your scout your scout leader dude tried to like hog tie you or something. No, uh, an older Boy Scout, a guy like two years older than me. Oh, an Eagle Scout. Yes, an Eagle Scout. Was trying to take advantage, take advantage of the cub. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And uh, so I quit Boy Scouts that day. He's had the old bear. I, now he wants the young cup. <laughs> dude, I sold popcorn like no other motherfucker out there. <laughs> I was winning like uh, little he hot. Was, he was like, this Cub Scout just slinging too much corn. <laughs> I dude, I was winning lanterns. I was winning like little Hot Wheels cars with Boy Scouts logos on them. I was up there in the in the uh, corn slanging business. <laughs> slanging them kernels, daddy. That's what's up. I'll, I respect that. But this, you know, this older scout, he decided he was going to try to take advantage of me. With oh a rope. God, dude. And uh, so I was out, but just a couple minutes ago, I was scrolling through Facebook, and you know how they'll have, like, random ads for random crap pop up? Just all yeah. of a sudden, I got one that said, were you abused as a Boy Scout? And I clicked on it, and I was like, oh, yes, no. I was. <laughs> <laughs> and they were talking about, even though Boy Scouts has filed for bankruptcy, you can they still have $1 billion <laughs> in assets that you can take from. Bro, you got, you got Boy Scout reparations, dude. You need, to, you need to get in there. Dude, I might need to jump in that, dog. <laughs> like... You know, with this oh uh, Corona crisis, I ain't got no income. You know, I could I could take a little from the Boy Scouts right now. Yeah, dude, they owe me. You need, you need emotional hey, trauma. You deserve dog. that. It's your money, and you need it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Did you know it's every fourth post on Facebook is an ad? Really? Okay. That makes yeah. sense. I feel like I've been seeing a lot more ads during this. Uh, it might be that I'm just spending a lot more time on Facebook, but it feels like I'm yeah. seeing a lot more ads lately. Um, you need you need to like that. Were, have you talked about that out loud before? The Boy Scout thing, not yeah. like on a podcast or anything. But like to say to like Chandler or somebody, you've 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 told that story, right? Or something like or something pertaining. I mean, to I'm sure I have in the past, but like I'm pretty sure my dude, dad's really the only one that knows they're about listening, it. Dude. I swear to God, they're listening through your phone. How 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 I've I've I haven't seen we live like not that far from each other. Oh, you're asking I if the government's seen, no, asking. I haven't no, seen, no, I haven't. Oh I'm saying, dude. Because the other day I was like, I was talking to some uh my friends about my upper back hurting, right? And then next thing I know, I see a, I see an ad from Joe Rogan, a podcast to listen to. It's an ad from Joe Rogan talking about this thing that helps your upper back. Like, dude, the freaks out of. Me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I uh, got fired from my job that night. Everything was suggesting jobs for me, and I had not looked up anything yet. Like I hadn't Googled applications or anything yet, but that night everything was suggesting jobs for me. And like, if I go for through a breakup, next thing you know, all those like mm -hmm. tender, like dating apps are popping up. Yeah. Are you single? <laughs> Try this. You'll delete this app. The app designed to be deleted. Hey, I'm Sturvin, and I'm from the Confound Dating app. Are you tired oh, no. of going on meaningless dates without ever getting laid? 
Well, guess what? <laughs> Join our app now to figure out why. <laughs> oh my god, it's terrible, bro. It's so bad. It's terrible. I've been getting it's one terrible. for MILFs lately. I've got no oh, reason yeah, bro. for those to be coming up. You thought about dipping into that territory? No, I got a buddy that regularly dips into that territory, and that really it, it's just not for me. Yeah, I mean, it's something I'd like to say. I, 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 I'd be like, oh, heck yeah, I did, but I, ne- I never would. I couldn't. Can't like, do it, bro. Like this dude sleeps with women older than his mom, and I'm like, how can you do that? Yikes! Like, yikes, yikes, bro! He's <laughs> like, they know what they're that. doing. They got experience. <laughs> Yeah, experience like accounting or something. (laughs) Looking up cheap real estate. Looking up cheap real estate. (laughs) Speaking of cheap real estate. They know their way around the grocery aisles. Wish my credit wasn't completely fucked or I'd buy a house right now. Do you know a mortgage costs less than rent right now, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, it, it has for a long time, dude. You can get you can get a mortgage down to like a couple hundred bucks. Like me and everybody in my apartment complex have been talking about stuff like that because uh, I haven't really talked about it on a podcast yet, but I'm going to start talking about it a good little bit coming up. But uh, like my landlord decided now is the perfect time to go up two hundred and twenty five bucks on rent. <laughs> When half my neighbors don't have jobs and stuff like that. So we've all been... You're going to start talking about what? Huh? What? Hello. Did I cut out or something? Hey. Yeah, for a second. Oh, sorry. Um, I was saying that I was going to start talking about how uh, my landlord's going up on rent by 225 while half my neighbors don't have jobs. <laughs> It's insane, dude. It is. It is. But I have decided one thing, because he called me, I don't know if I told you this part, he called me disrespectful at one point. Yeah, yeah. Which I really yeah, don't you, like. I can be disrespectful. You sent, you, sent me the, you sent me the messages, but you totally weren't in those messages. Yeah, like, I can be disrespectful if I want to. But, well, that's the thing about, like, a text or, like, a DM or something. You can't. You can't like decipher the tone. So he just like completely right. misinterpreted like what your tone was. He was assuming a tone that I was going to take with him. Yeah. Which shows a little bit about his conscience. Yeah. But either way, boomer um, tone. <laughs> boomer. Now that's disrespectful. <laughs> that's that's just disrespectful right there. But I went up to him the other day and talked to him I'm like, "I'm so sorry if I came off as disrespectful, sir. I really I didn't mean nothing by it. We're just, we're all in this together as a country right now, you know? We're just good folk doing honest work for an honest day's pay, brother. Look, I didn't realize that, you know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I didn't realize you were living my paycheck to paycheck, too. You're living living pay to check, pay to check. That's that new. That's that new currency. That's that pay new to currency. check. Pay to check. <laughs> pay to check. To pay to check. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, 
That's madness, bro. That's full-blown madness. But I, you know, with this time of me not uh, working, my anxiety is hyper-focused on it to the point that I'm not even worried about it anymore. Because I've got a thousand mm-hmm. backup plans. I'm set. Yeah? Yeah. But either way, I'm going to have a little talk to him. Uh, I'm actually going to pull some Bible verses out and stuff. He don't know oh, that heck I didn't, yeah, dude. He didn't know I studied to be a pastor. Hit him with hit him with that Lord's truth. Mm-hmm. I just Googled um, the other day, like uh, verses against treating people with prov- or poverty wrong. And it just came up like hundreds of verses. I'm like, okay, I'll just start sending them these randomly in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh my god! That's One cold, in the morning, dude. just Psalm 1917. This boy. <laughs> but the craziest thing about it all is that uh, he's trying to get rid of my cats. Because yeah, that I I don't I don't understand that. Just out of nowhere, changing like the pet policy. That his brother's sense. got allergies, and his brother is the person that does repairs. But the thing is, his brother doesn't do repairs. I've seen him twice in the year they've owned this place, and maybe that's because he's avoiding it because of pets. But either way, when they bought it's, the place, they sounds said like he's a find a new repair man. Yeah, that's the easy easier solution. Like the changing policies that have been instilled for like years. You know, I'm messed up. I've got uh, depression and anxiety out the ass, so I can get these little kitty cats as ESAs, emotional support animals, no problemo. And he can't do anything Mm -hmm. about it. So, yeah. Like that's, that should be like a prerequisite for getting hired. Like, do you have any pet allergies? And if the answer is yes, sorry, you can't be hired to work here because our our tenants have pets. Yeah, but the thing is, he... Um, <clears throat> oh, and let me talk about the long guy, too. I haven't updated you on that. That ticked me off. But um, the thing with the pets is half of the apartments have to get rid of their pets January 1st. The other half... April 1st of 2021. Why is is that a thing? He's staggering it because he knows we're going to move out. He's trying to force us out and he's staggering it so he doesn't lose everybody at once. What kind of landlord forces tenants out? Dude, he's uh, taking it to a month-to-month thing now. (laughs) Makes no Yeah, it. He's just he's not very good at his job, if you can't tell. And the lawn guy, and he's he's just he's just started doing it. Right? No, he's got a bunch of other properties, but he just now started at our place. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, the lawn guy has destroyed every lawn decoration I've ever had. Every one of them. Just just didn't say anything about it? Just destroyed it? Right. And usually he left them laying around, but I came home the other day, the day after, 
or the day the landlord said he was still raising rent in May, the day I was fired from my job, I come home and my two lawn flamingos that I painted back in October, one is a mummy, one is a skeleton, were missing. Mm -hmm. I go check the dumpster. One of them was no more damaged than it already was. And mine, the skeleton one, was broken at the neck. Not from a weed eater. No. He broke it with his hands. <laughs> and I have left Dude. them on my sidewalk until the landlord and, and comes by to be like, what the fuck's a, up with that? A plot that's like, um, dude, it's what, like three by three? Yes. Your, and most of that is bushes. Is like three foot by three foot. So I've got really, I got, if you take everything, I got about one square foot to put decorations <laughs> in. And dude just walked over and was like, these damn flamingos. <laughs> like, I'm going to be as respectful as I can to the landlord, but I'm going to tell him straight up, like, next time the lawn guy comes in, I'm kicking his ass. Like, simple as that. That's crazy. Like, he's just crazy. Like, the landlord called me disrespectful. This is the most disrespectful lawn guy I've ever heard, and I used to be a lawn guy. <laughs> yeah, he he could be he he could just say something like, "Hey, uh, you know, I come on this day like once every two weeks or whatever it is. Could you just please like move your yeah if he, your flamingos if he I, doesn't want to work around them, I would move this stuff. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean. You, I mean, you could literally walk out there I mean, whenever that's he's doing it and, and pick and pick him up, watch him weed eat your lawn, and then put him right back. I'm sure it takes all of maybe 20 seconds to weed eat that area. Yeah, if that, if, if that, 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 if that, that's if he's being like lazy about it and taking his time, <laughs> singing a little song, whistling. It's <laughs> crazy, dude. But like, that's probably your, what your pissed me off the was, most. Your place was probably the last place on his uh, list. Or whatever, and <laughs> he probably was just pissed. Just had a horrible day, you know. Might be. Yeah. He's like, ah, He just has this nah. horrible PTSD related to flamingos, especially of the <laughs> Halloween variety. He's like, summer decorations and Halloween decorations don't mix. By God, <laughs> you can't go mixing the holidays. We let them do that. Next thing, they won't let us read our Bible now. But you know what I almost did? Like, the thing is, you know, if I hadn't just lost my job that day, I would have just went to Dollar Tree and spent 20 bucks on yard decorations and put them all out. But what I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about doing is putting my Christmas decorations, my Halloween decorations (laughs) My summer decoration. Put, anything I can put, put in the yard. a fully decorated Christmas tree right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, just a full, full long, humongous, fully decorated Christmas tree. Dude, and I was so popcorn, angry. With popcorn and tinsel. The neighbor was out there, and she was like, and he still won't remove this bush that's dead that I've asked him to remove. And I'm like, you got a shovel? I'll take that shit out right now. <laughs> I was like, I will dig that bush up right now and leave it in the middle bucks. of the parking lot. No, I was like, for free, give me a shovel. I will do this. That's how angry I was. 
I will do free labor. I don't understand. Dude, it's just, it's, it's laziness. It's just laziness. That's all it is. And spite. I don't understand why he would break one by hand, but. No, I'm not going to judge him. Maybe he was attacked by flamingos as a child. Maybe he was touched as a boy scout, dude. By a flamingo. Maybe he's got broke. By a flamingo scout. He, he, look. Now is the time to sue them. You've been abused by the boy scouts. That's the scouts that kind of, you know, they, they're a little, uh. Lighten their loafers. Lighten their loafers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Welcome Kyle. to the Flamingo Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> we have hot tea and crumpets. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Flamingo Scouts, duh. I've got this guy com- that I'm... Tr- trying to talk to about coming on the podcast he mm-hmm. kind of talks like that I'm just like please God don't listen to any of our episodes just respond hey hey we respect everybody but every listen my thing is everybody's fair game dude everybody I can make I can make jokes I can make jokes about any anybody absolutely like, disrespectful. Uh, that's it's why I love funny. Joey funny. Diaz Nobody is safe from Joey Diaz, the comedian. Exactly, exactly, dude. Every, every, everybody and everything is ridiculous. Like he's the, the only person in the world that can get like <clears throat> get away with saying anything about anyone. Like he opens his podcast by saying, "Hey, what's happening, cocksuckers?" Yeah, what's going on, cocksuckers? <laughs> you know, he's got that. Joe Rogan's got. What's hap- or uh, what's up, party bitches? Finally got mm-hmm. mine. Stay saucy, ho bags. <laughs> ho bags, dude. Uh, a guy, a guy at work. Uh, every now and then he'll call uh, me and my friends ho bitches. That's well, a good I mean, one. he calls them as he sees them, doesn't he? You're a ho bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're the ho bitchiest bitch ho I've ever bitch. seen. Actually, I can. I said "ho bitch" and immediately one woman popped into my mind. Tell you later. I doubt you even know him, but I don't know why. Okay, it was just like a random chick I went to high school with. I was like, "Yeah, she's kind of a ho bitch." Yeah, that's probably accurate. We all went to high school with some ho bitches, (laughs) and we also went to high school with some bitch hoes. Two totally different groups of people, right there. Mm-hmm. But you can you can put a face to that name. So how uh, how's you been listening to the Confound Millennial much, Kyle? Um, I think the last episode I listened to was uh, crap, dude. It's been it's been a it's been a little while, dude. I think I'm behind on some, but yeah, I've been keeping up. Check out, we got our mic situation fixed. Uh, our audio's never been better. Uh, check out the episode 12 that we did with uh, Lauren Babick of Red Handed Denial. One of our best interviews. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chandler and I spent 
together six hours editing it. Dang. It was Yeah, last episode I listened to was seven. Like I'm a little behind. The interview didn't go bad at all with Lauren, but it was it was just very it was awkward because I was kind of starstruck and we had some phone problems going on at the same time. So really we ended yeah, up I editing mean, like five that's, minutes that's of gonna happen. space. That's gonna happen with, with, with ones where you have a phone or you're doing it like like we're doing this right now. Like this is things, good though. Things will things will go wrong. Because I can tell when you're about to talk. Like the thing is we didn't do a video and I decided after that day any one I do, whether I'm recording the video or not, it needs to be on video so I can see facial cues. Yeah, yeah. It helps. It, it does helps help. a lot. But uh are you still doing the wildcast? Or is that kind uh, of I, a I've one? done two episodes. Uh, I've I've been thinking about doing a, another one because uh, my friend uh, Daniel Gailey is in a he's in a band called Phineas and a band called uh, Fit for a King, and I thought it'd be cool to to talk to. I mean, it. I just want to catch up with him regardless. So I mean, it'd, yeah. it'd, it'd be cool to talk about what they're doing during you know the the Caroli crisis. Yeah, that's the thing that's. I mean, it's horrible for the bands, but what's, you know, my silver or my silver lining for it is that all the bands I love aren't doing anything and are down to do podcasts. Yeah, because they're bored out of their minds. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and I keep getting bands and, uh, you know, just of higher and higher tiers. And, you know, I'm still interviewing people with like one or two songs as well because, you know, I'm not discriminating oh, yeah. on your... Uh, they need all the help they can get. Yeah, like, I'm making sure... Like, when you have uh, this person on, if they've got any merch, make sure you shout out their merch websites or whatever. That's what I've been trying oh, to yeah, do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, him and... Uh, he's like the guitar player. Him and the vocalists will do, like, webinar clinics where they teach people about either playing or, or singing and stuff like that in the music business. So They're hustling, dude. Big hustling. Got to be hustling, man. Yeah, listen, listen to all the listeners. Listen to Fit for a King. Buy their stuff. Stream their stuff. Listen to Phineas. Do the same thing. They need, they need help. Dude, I'm not like hustling. Like, I'm hustling on the podcast, but I'm not making no money off it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm out here XP Start running grinding. ads, dude. <clears throat> Start running ads. It's difficult to get ads. I mean, I've got the Cinelux ad and Henson Septic, but hard to get anything more than that. More than local stuff, you know. Dude, I was thinking you should. <laughs> you need to look back into getting back with uh, that the the plumbing company you work for. Just thinking about all, all this freaking toilet paper people people be flushing. That's Henson Septic. Sanitation is going to be popping off, bro. Yeah. Like, he's dead right now, business-wise. But I'm like, dude, just wait till they start flushing them uh, paper towels they all bought because the toilet paper ran out. Yeah, paper towels and and wet wipes, dude. Dude, those are the worst things for a septic service. I keep meaning to get him on here because I know so much stuff about the septic service that I need to get it out. 
into the podcast airs. Like you need to, people need to hear my stories. I've been inside a septic tank that was four foot tall. It was awful. I was crouched down. My hat was touching the top. It was disgusting. You need to, you need to get him on and then name and all. That's all you guys talk about the whole time is just the sanitation industry. Exactly. And then just and name the and title the the that episode called "Listen to This Shit." Listen to this shit. But uh, he, dude, he was there when I climbed it down into that septic tank, and it was blocked up, and I had to take a bar and unblock it. And I was like, as soon as I unblock this, you guys get me out of here. And I just unblocked it, threw the stick down, and I was like, shit! Put my yeah. arms up, and they just pulled me out like I was about to get blown the fuck up or something they're like get him out of there get him the hell out of there it's like somebody threw a pipe bomb down there give me out sir give me out that's crazy i couldn't do it man i don't know I what possessed do me to do it i was just in like a pure survival instinct mode like, this is what I got to do to keep my apartment, so this is what I'm going to do. But, like, Disgusting. looking back, whew, not only what I... I mean, I've done it since with uh, my buddy, just a little yeah. bit, but, like, I would never work for that man again. That's one of the worst men I've ever worked for. Deacon of a church mm-hmm. cussed me out every other day, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> he single-handedly just, is the reason why I don't go to my recovery group anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, and I keep meaning to call him and tell him that. He wouldn't care, but I feel like maybe somebody needs to tell him he needs to do a little deep thinking about himself, you know? Yeah, well, he's he's probably one of those guys that's just ignorant to his own self, you know? Yeah, but it's also like I've known him my entire life, too. He was the freaking children's pastor at the church I grew up at. Jeez. But, whatever. What have you been up to, man? You know, I've been casting pod, but what you been up to? Dude, I just got through beating Resident Evil 2, man. It was lit. Like a remaster? Yeah, the remake. It's a good time. Is three out yet, or uh, is it coming out? Yeah, three three came out uh, day before yesterday, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, I might I might go through that, but yo Kyle, uh, won't lend me like sixty so- bucks. <laughs> we got that Final Fantasy Seven remake coming out, Doc. I was gonna get that, bro. Shit. You- you think I'm going to give you money to play that when I can't even play it myself right now? You'd be Absolutely coming over not. to play it. Absolutely, yes. Oh, no. I can't I can't risk the Caroli, dude. Can't risk the cannoli? Can't risk that cannoli virus. Um, I, tr- I, started, I started my own podcast, uh, but it's been kind of stationary for like the past month. But there's two episodes out of it where, you know, I'm kind of just talking to myself and Phil farting around with, uh, with with things. Yeah, solo casts are so hard to do. Like last night, they're really awkward. Man. 
I was telling Chandler, uh, my regular co-host, you know, uh, that I needed to do a podcast, but I couldn't find anybody to do one with. And he's like, do a solo one. I was like, that would not be good right now with all the stuff I'm going through. It would just become an angry, pissed off rant where I talk about a thousand things in 15 minutes and have 15 (laughs) more to kill. I'm mad, y'all. I mean, really mad. Pretty much. Yeah, it's 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 strange, man. Um, like by the, like the second episode, I was getting comfortable with it, and uh, I kind of approached it the same way I do, like streaming. Well, streaming, you can see who's in the chat. You know, like right now, I got you know three of, three of my good friends in there. Oh, sweet! What's um, up? Um. And you you can see them talking, and it's easy to interact. But when you're just by yourself, uh, it's just it's just really awkward, dude. That's why I I kind of chose to 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 stream on live, and then you know upload the the vod to YouTube. Because it's just, gosh, it's just so awkward. When I do room. solo ones, I have a very detailed list of notes of things to talk about. And you mm-hmm. know when I do not or when I do ones with other people I have you know a couple notes but I usually mm-hmm. don't unless I'm doing an interview I don't have it all mapped out yeah yeah reminds yeah, me yeah I can't do notes man I need to be makes a, me think of high school I was never good at taking notes and remembering things in high school like that either me neither just off the cuff off the cuff Randy you feel me but like when I'm uh, like I got a band coming on tonight and I'm going to have to become an expert in their music by uh, 6 o'clock today. <laughs> I don't think I expect you to be a, an expert, but just having some having some sort of knowledge about them, they'll, they'll Well, like as an lot. expert as I can be for a band without a wiki. Yeah. Like, I want to at least know all the band members' names. No. Just go full on. Uh, have you ever watched Nardwar? No. He's like a crazy Canadian interviewer and he interviews all kinds of like artists and singers and he, he does like deep dives, dude, and then gets them like gifts from like of like their past. Oh, dang. And it, freak, it freaks him out all the time. <laughs> He's funny. But, uh, yeah, let's see. I don't even know when I'm releasing the one I'm doing today. I've got so many guests coming on, which is weird because this year I haven't had any guests on. It's just been me, Jordan, and uh, Chandler. At the very beginning, I had William and Aaron on at one point, but... That's good, man. You're, You're staying busy with it. Yeah, not this coming Thursday, the 9th. But the 16th is when I'm, uh, it'll be tune in, uh, for the one I'm doing tonight with the home team. They're really sweet. That's a band? Yeah, the home team. <laughs> if oh, okay. you Google them, you gotta Google the home team band. Or what, else. what genre is that? Sounds like they're, a pop punk band. They're in that pop punk alternative, like not really either one kind of thing, but both at the same time. Yeah. 
it's like pop punk and like post hardcore sounding. They don't really have that hardcore part to it though. They're more okay. of, they're more in the alternative like vein. Yeah, Capstan's that okay. post hardcore, but uh the home team, they're just they're shit you dance to. Like they're rock, but it's like dance rock. Gotcha. I don't know if that's a term, but it is now, damn it. Dude, I, th- I think you could say, oh, that's the band you sent me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with the cats. With yeah, the that's kitty a pop cats. Punk. They, they, almost, they almost had like a, uh, not like 90s emo, but like the whole like 2000s wave of emo. Like with, right. Uh, when, you know, when Blink-182 stopped being a pop punk band, and they kind of went emo for a little while. Yeah. They had that they had that vibe. Uh, Dude, we should I I want to I, I wish there was a game where you, you that you see like band names and try to guess what genre they are. I think I'd be pretty good at that. Let's make it. Tell me tell me some bands right now. Some some of these bands you you've been interviewing. I'll try to guess. Uh Red-Handed Denial. That's like a that's like a folk rock band. Nope, like but a I'd folky take it. rock pop. No, no. I don't know what they'd consider themselves. Though. That's the reason why I shouldn't be the best at playing this game, because uh, or the judge <laughs> of it, because I don't know what people are like. <laughs> I don't know the subgenres of metal. Damn it. Dude, it get metal especially gets ridiculous. Like, have you seen that meme where it uh, it's like when your buddy says stop playing that death metal, and uh, you're actually playing death metal. It's like I don't know. You got the wrong, or you did it the wrong way, but you got the right answer. <laughs> Use the wrong <laughs> formula. My friend, t- my friend right Tank answer. just said you're about to you're about to offend all those bands. <laughs> You're about to offend. All oh yeah, those I'm sure they. I'm sure. I'm sure they have their own way of defining themselves. This this is just for my own entertainment. Like like <laughs> like Capstan, I would call them, and you would call them pop punk. They're a pop punk band. Yeah, but they like, you're strong. Like, they're like progressive post something. I don't know. They've got like well in my in my in my eyes uh, like the post hardcore whenever they a band like that tags it on that just means they like to play breakdowns yeah but like the thing is like when uh, you know they describe themselves four, as four that, year strong is like that Capstan sounds a lot like four year strong to me and I'm just like yeah they're which isn't a bad thing that's a good thing four year yeah. strong's dope <laughs> they just like to have fun and party and play breakdowns but they also like to sing and play happy music. I talked to Anthony of Capstan the other day, and I was like, when are you coming on the podcast? And he's like, soon, my friend. And I'm like, that's what you always say. <laughs> nah, but Be patient. I will be patient. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love Capstan. Dude, I can't believe... 
like, what the hell am I going to do with the rest of my day? It's 8 o'clock and I've already done a damn podcast. It knows, it knows no this is going to be, uh, I don't know. It's going to be, uh, torturous. Dude, I can't handle this not seeing people thing. Like, I'm an introvert on my own terms. Yeah. I'm not I do an just introvert fine, when dude. I'm told to stay home. <laughs> it's like we were talking before, um, we started recording, uh, I've been uh, self-isolating and self-quarantined for like way before anybody ever thought about it. <laughs> hey, you've been quarantined since like December. You just yeah, knew. Dude. Kept I just went to work. That's about it. Kept wanting to. Uh, kept wanting to break the news on people dying, and you're like, they're not dead yet, though. But you kept having the urge to. <laughs> announce it and you're like dang something dang. bad's about to happen I could feel it in my plums <laughs> my stomach just something on the horizon I don't think I've ever heard it made before talking to you dude yeah it's telling me to go get some damn food Mm-hmm. Dude, that's the one thing. I can fit it in my huevos. <laughs> I stocked up on food for this. Not like hoarder stock up, but like I rarely keep much in my kitchen. And I've got a full, I had yeah. a full kitchen at the beginning of all this. I'm, I'm like tearing through that shit, man. I'm just, that's all I'm doing is eating. I'm like, I'm so bored. I got to eat you get lots of rice you know that's the one thing that i didn't get that i probably should have the rice is always a good choice Mm -hmm. dude survival rice there was a time where i was super broke and like i was just i would get home from work and i'd make me some rice and i would sit down and i'd play just cause three it was just a happy little time that's the game where you can like you can like attach a C four to cows and like blow them up. Yeah, and you can like tether people together, and then there's a gun to make their yeah. heads inflate, and they'll uh, drag other people off with them that are tethered to them. It's badass. Mm. It's weird. It's a good game. I don't think Just Cause Four got any love though. I never heard about anybody playing Just Cause 4. I think it had multiplayer or something. I think that was the first one to introduce multiplayer. I could be wrong. I don't know. You know, Kingdom Hearts introduced multiplayer back in on the PSP. I was watching a guy talk about this earlier today. And the audacity they had to not bring it back for the PS4 was... They even said, hey, we're bringing you DLC of a multiplayer mode. And then when they released Mm -hmm. their first DLC, they said we're bringing many DLCs. And one of them's going to be multiplayer mode. And then they released their first DLC, and they said this is the last DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3. Sorry. Wait, so they just did one? They just did one and said it's over with, <laughs> even though they said they were going to bring a bunch, both paid and free. 
That's hilarious. Kind of so ticked me off. Obviously. Did it not sell that way? No, I think it sold pretty well. I just don't think... It wasn't reviewed very well, apparently. It had very mixed reviews. But as a diehard Kingdom Hearts fan, it delivered on the good stuff and Ah. on the shitty stuff. And you gotta take the shitty stuff for what it is. Like, my friends are my power! Of course the lines are gonna be cheesy. That's what it's built upon. That's how it's been since the beginning. Yeah, like people are like, it's cheesiest dialogue ever. Like, if it wasn't cheesy, it wouldn't be Kingdom Hearts. Well, whoever said that didn't play the first, like, four games. People have fond memories of them, hadn't replayed them in a while. It's also Disney. Yeah. So, I mean, I can look past that, you know. The earlier games did a lot better with incorporating the Disney worlds than the later ones did. Really? Yeah, because they had uh, one of the videos I was watching was talking about how back in the day the reins were very loose on what they could do with the Disney properties. Especially since considering, oh, you it, know, they had like Alice start- in Wonderland where a lot of people weren't alive anymore. Mm-hmm. But then you start getting into newer properties like Tangled and Frozen where the people are still alive and they're very much still making money off of the properties. And mm-hmm. they won't let you mess around with the story as much. Gotcha. That's kind of stupid. Like Frozen was the most <laughs> bland world in the entire game. In the entire series, I'll argue. Even though it had let it go while Sora's like, is she singing right now? Oh god. I <laughs> I don't think I could I don't think I could get through that. Dude, Kingdom Hearts. I love, 3 I, was love rough. I love I love Disney, it. but some yeah. of the, the, the newer things I've I haven't been fan a fan of. It's probably I mean it's probably because I'm older, but I, I lost my shit when they put both Tron worlds in it, but other than that, like, I'm a Disney fan, but I'm not, like, a Disney fan. I'm mainly a Disney fan because of my love of Kingdom Hearts. If I didn't love Kingdom Hearts, I would be really I mean, not Let me ask you this. How did, how did they get some of the uh, Pixar stuff in there? Does Disney own Pixar? Is that how that works? Disney owns Pixar. Um, they were going to put Buzz Lightyear as a summon in Kingdom Hearts 2, but they never got that far <laughs> with it. Uh, the uh, In the game's programming, you can find a... Uh, non-textured CGI model of Buzz. But other Mm -hmm. than that, um, you know, it never got that far. And then finally, with Kingdom Hearts 3, they're like, we, if we're going to tap the Pixar worlds, we got to do it now. Yeah. But technically speaking, yes, uh, even Iron Man and Luke Skywalker could appear 
in a Kingdom Hearts game. Hell, Sonic the Hedgehog is connected. Kind of. What? Yep. Wreck-It Ralph is in it. Oh, okay. My little brother was asking me, is there ever a chance of Sonic popping up in it? And I was like, nah, buddy. Only Disney and Square Enix stuff. And then I was playing the mobile game, and I forgot that in the mobile game they added Wreck-It Ralph, and he's a summoning three. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, buddy. I mean, I didn't cuss to my little brother, but I was like, yeah, buddy. Sonic's technically behind that door right there. <laughs> now, I know you uh, I know you uh, probably covered this in a... I, I'm pretty sure... I think I listened to it, actually, an episode talking about the new Sonic movie. How did you like it? I know it you're, was good. You're a huge fan. It was good. Yeah. It was not bad. Um, yeah, when it comes to video game movies, the bar is kind of low, you know? Yeah, true that. But it was as good as I hoped it'd be. Mm. I'm not really a fan of the actor that plays Tom. Um, what's his name? He was Cyclops in the X-Men. Yeah, he was in that other movie with that rabbit or whatever. Op. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not the biggest fan of him. I feel like he's who they get when they need somebody to interact with a CGI animal. But, uh, that's probably the only thing he's really good at as an actor <laughs> is acting with CGI animals. Yes. But, uh, he, you know, it was, it was a decent movie. It wasn't bad. When you watch a video game movie nowadays, you just hope that it's not bad. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was a good, I think the sequel could be even better because it sets up for Have a, they sequel. Confirmed a sequel. They haven't confirmed it, but it sets up. Spoiler alert. Uh, Mid-credit scene, Tails pops up through a ring and starts looking for Sonic. Oh, that's cool. And the whole, you know, you've seen how Eggman looks, right? Throughout the trailer, he doesn't look very Eggman-like. Well, I mean, they kind of spoiled that in one of the early yeah. trailers. Yeah, it's a it's an origin of Eggman is what this movie is. Very much a superhero origin story, and it sets up for the second one to definitely involve Tails, possibly involve Knuckles, and I think that that's going to be really good if they do that. Which it's the number one video game movie ever, so they're going to make a sequel. Yeah, they have to. But yeah, cool. I took I took my little bro to see it the day it came out because he loves Sonic. I love Sonic. I was like, let's hang. I finally got around to watching uh, Detective Pikachu uh, yesterday. How was that? It's good, dude. It surprised me. I mean, I've um, seen it. I know how it is, but like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, about halfway through, I was starting to check out, but then it like it like picked back up, and I was like, okay, cool. Got any complaints good, about dude. it? Or because I hadn't really heard anybody just, complain, but probably just that like that middle the middle of it, I guess second second act, I guess. With the green ninjas uh, and the giant turtles. Well but even before that, when they're 
anything involving like the reporter girl, I was like, I was kind of checked. Oh out. yeah. Like, she's, if she they took sucks. her out, like it would have been a much better movie. Yeah. I she wish, just, I wish it was she belonged in a completely different movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, she was just there to serve as like a way to get into the, like the, uh, the facility or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the only purpose she's, she was more of a plot device. I feel like, I feel like they could have got in there on their, on their own without her. She had wire cutters. I'll tell you the dumbest, <laughs> the most stupid moment I had is when uh, Ryan Reynolds walks out at the end. I was like, oh, why did I, I, I not dumb. expect him to play the human version of the father? Because the kid was black, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick up that he was half black until at that point. Yeah. Okay. So you were kind of caught off guard by it too. Well, I kind of assumed it was going to be him, but I didn't realize until like right right when it was about to show. I was like, oh, okay, this this kid's mixed. Like, you know, I thought he was just light skin. You know. Yeah, that's what I was uh, thinking the whole time too, and then it I hit think, me right then. Why on, is Ryan I think they did Reynolds that on purpose father. to throw you off? Yeah. Just which is fun. It's cool. He's a good actor. I'd like That's to good. see him play Miles Morales. Yeah, I could see that 100%. Like, you know, be there's really been good. talk. You know, last year I was talking about whenever that uh, Sony Marvel deal was going on. How that I really mm-hmm. wished that Sony would take this as an opportunity to get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield together with Tom Holland. Oh, and yeah. They're like talking that? like that might be a thing that happens. Like it's rumored that that's going to happen. That'd be sick. And uh, I think that they should even get Miles in and have him play oh, him. Yeah, that guy, that, that kid should have played Brock. That would have been huge. What if his name would have been Brock? It's like a Brock origin story. Oh God. <laughs> But I love how they did mention like the events, like Ash Ketchum is a, did exist. Like they don't mention mm-hmm. him by name, but they mention stuff that he did, and they're are with Mewtwo. Yeah, yeah. And so in That's this cool. Pokemon movie world, we've got Ash Ketchum did exist. What he's up to now? Who knows? Hey, my phone's just died. We're gonna lose it. Oh, okay. Wait, is this still going? My phone just died. Uh, we lost Kyle. Um, we're at our time anyways. I guess my phone was just telling me, you know, that. But uh, this has been the Confound Millennial with Steven Sturvin Michaels. And Kyle is Wild Blackburn. I'm tired of these confound millennials. <laughs>